Hey, what's good, people? This is how we get down, man. This is uh, our first, actual first time. We had a few test runs, but this is the first actual episode of the Day One Podcast. And basically what we're doing is having a phone call that me, me and the cuz have every week. We're just letting y'all be privy to the information and hear the bullshit that we talk about. Um, <laughs> that's about the gist of it. Uh, we just two two brothers from Carroll, Illinois, a little small town in southern Illinois. Uh, I live in St. Louis right now, University City to be exact. Um, it's my little cousin, Ant. If y'all can see from the uh, cover art and some of the pictures we got up on different social media sites, this is literally day one. Like, we've been rocking with each other since, you know, the beginning of the beginning. Um, tell them who you are and what you do, cuz. Um, I'm Anthony. Half of the day one pot. Uh, I work full time, full time. Well, full time father just as well. Full time father, father of three. Uh, basketball junkie, history junkie, uh, music fanatic. If it, if it got a nice flow, got a nice little punchlines, so I fuck with it. Like just, just. I, I know a little bit about a little bit, nothing major, but you know, I'm always down to hear, uh, learn and hear from other people. How about you? Uh, man, uh, married, father of one, one on the way. Uh, my little girl birthday is, the, is, is on Monday the 16th. So hopefully by the time this podcast gets aired, we'd be right into her birthday. Um, Man, that's just what I do. Uh, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I hustle. I'm an entrepreneur, a worker. Um, my little girl love her some Peppa Pig and some Mickey Mouse. Um, <laughs> all day long, man, when she get home from school, she grab her little tablet and she pick the Peppa Pig and Mickey Mouse out. Uh, but, you know, she just chilling, growing up, doing what she do. Uh, the one that's on the way before y'all even ask we don't know if it's a boy or a girl we don't want to find out until the baby arrives we just want 10 fingers 10 toes and all working and moving parts you know what I'm saying uh, but if anybody want to send me some stuff for like that second baby shower you can I mean I'm not going to say no because uh, give you the details <laughs> on how to do all that <laughs> a little bit later on in the podcast but you know that's how we get down uh but yeah, uh, I love baseball, love basketball, love football, uh, love all kinds of music, particularly hip hop. I'm a hip hop junkie. I call myself a hip hop snob. I got like my criteria for a dope MC and for a dope song, but I am open to listen to all types of things. Um, you know, so that's, that's that's what we do, man. We talk music, we talk sports, we talk bullshit. We've been talking about a lot of stuff, man. Uh, Cuz, how you staying busy through the pandemic, bro? Uh, just started back working, but at first I was just trying to find little different adventures to, to start. I bought a camera, called myself want to be a cameraman. <laughs> um, I bought a, a heat press when I started making shirts, uh, <laughs> dealing with my kids, just, just, just doing little different things just, just to keep my mind busy. 
I dig that. Then it's been crazy. Hey, you know what though? Uh, while you said that, I do want to say this, man. If anybody out there can create a logo for the Day One podcast and send it to us, can you put that on a shirt? Oh, uh, possibly. If, if, I, I if not, we'll find a way to do it. And uh, yeah. but yeah, if you can make a logo for a Day One podcast, send us in. If you win, we'll plug your business, your company, whatever it is you're doing. We'll plug you for that. So, I mean, we ain't got no money, and we don't expect y'all to pay no money out front, up front at first. But we can exchange services for for airtime or whatever. How we do that, right? <laughs> right. That's cool. But yeah, man. So, what else you been into? Uh, watch the bubble, catch a little NFL here and there, caught the World Series a little bit, okay. learned about Mookie. That's my guy. Um. Just, just little different things, whatever. Just trying to figure out what's what's me. Started this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a dope thing. You know, I kind of be on the same thing too, cause uh, checked out the bubble. I didn't watch much of the regular season bubble, but I got into it in the playoffs when it mattered. Uh, that was interesting. That's very interesting. I got a, I got a sweet little take on something on that later on too. Don't let me forget that. Um, of course, you know, I watch the World Series. Baseball's my joint. Uh, Mookie's my guy. I don't think we missed a single at bat in the World Series of Mookie Betts. Uh, me and my daughter sat there, man. Every time he came to bat, she was like, let's go, Mookie. Let's go, Mookie. So it's pretty cool. I should have recorded that. I would have put that on here. But, yeah, so we uh, we Mookie Betts fans. Um, Mookie Betts, my, my favorite baseball player right now, along with um, – I can't think of nobody's name right now, but old boy from the Rays, uh, a Rosarina, that's his name. Uh, a Rosarina, I like him, and uh, I like Yasiel Puig. I hope he can get his shit together and stay in Major League Baseball because that kid is fun to watch. Um, but, you know, you can look them up later. I'm just rambling a little bit. <laughs> but, nah, um, during the pandemic, because – I, I started gardening, man. I got a whole, like, well, I had it. It's cold outside now, so y'all about to die. But I had, like, three whole flower beds I put together, man, and had my yard looking nice. Um, so that's something I got into. Had a few older people who retired in my neighborhood that came by and gave me some good heads up. And, you know, congratulations on the yard. So, you know, anytime an old head give you some congratulations, you know, I always, always kind of, you know, think I'm doing something a little, a little better than, than, uh, than normal when they say what's up. So... Oh, but, man. but yeah, cause that's been about it. Besides being bored to death, what made you want to do this podcast? It was I watch I watch a lot of other people's podcasts. Kind of got like dope ideas from them, but I just was like, I ain't gonna say I could do better. Not to shit on nobody else, cause that's not what we, not what I do. Not that's not what we do. But I'm like, I just want to give it a different take from from a different perspective from from the average person. Like everybody podcasters I watch is celebrities. They had his fan base already, so a lot of these cats they already know. So it's like, why not take it down to the average person level? The people that you, the average working person that you see every day, your hood legends, like. The guys that didn't make it, the ladies that, that, that did or didn't make it either. Like, just just things like that I thought about. How about you? 
Uh, man, same thing. Uh, I enjoy listening to podcasts. I listen to all different types of podcasts, man. And and the one thing that that I thought that gave me the idea to do a podcast was I felt like there wasn't a podcast out there for the regular Joe. You know, like people who sit around and talk about shit. I mean, because like really, that's what to me, it's what a podcast starts out as being like. You know, we ain't really talking about shit. We're just doing the same thing we do. When I come home and we make the phone call, you know, we out in front of Shine House on 24th Street drinking and talking shit and screaming and yelling at each other. I figured, you know, let's put some of them ideas into the world and see what kind of feedback we get and see if there's anybody else out there that, you know, think like us. You know, a regular person at work, exactly. got kids, you know, just talking about bullshit and sometimes talk about important stuff and Every now and then, if you talk long enough, you'll say something profound and <laughs> maybe it'll stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But uh, before we yeah, get too far yeah. into our conversation, I'm going to hit them with some do's and don'ts of the Day One podcast. Y'all ready for this? All right. Yes, uh, no hater talk. No hater talk at all. Uh, especially no. when we talk about somebody's work. You know, you're an artist, you're a singer, you're a dancer, you're a rapper, whatever it is you do. That's your lifeblood. If you don't like it, just say you don't like it and move on. Same thing for the podcast, man. It's not going to be for everybody, and we didn't make it for everybody. We made it for people who feel and think like we do. And so if there's anything that we say or we do, or you just overall don't like the podcast, man, don't shit on us. Just tell us you don't like it. Tell me what we can do to make it better. And then if there's nothing that can be done, just move on, man. Let us do our thing. You ain't got shit on us. Um, so words like trash and garbage and bullshit, like we're not going to use those with one exception. When we're talking about sports, we will call motherfuckers trash and garbage. And <laughs> we say that with a, with, a, with a caveat, right? So we still understand the 12th guy at the end of an NBA bench goes to the rec center and can get 50 when he feels like it, all right? So we're not saying Especially you know, – Boy, <laughs> and so we're not saying they trash like compared to the world. We may just say they trash in a moment. So please understand where we're coming from. Um, and then uh, we do all respect all the time. So please, no name calling in the comments. If you disagree with us or other commenters, it's cool. But let's keep the name talking to a not existence. Um, and then uh, last but not least, if you want us to plug your business. We can put your logo or their name or your product like right here if you want to. Uh, but you got to break us off some bread or you got to send us some merchandise. Because how this thing works, right? You give us something, we give you a whole lot back. Uh, if you want to plug your music or your dancing or your art or whatever it is you do, that's a freebie. We love the arts. We love the arts. So if you got a new song you want to drop and you don't know where you can drop it, you can drop it here. The only thing we ask you to do is tell all your people to watch the podcast the day that you own it. Simple as that, man. So that's the basics of the podcast. Day one. That's us right there, man. So we're started, cuz. <laughs> um you mentioned that you just started another job. How's that going? It's pretty smooth. Got getting back in the groove of waking up early, being tired at the end of the day for actually doing some physical labor. It's steady being tired because I've decided I want to play play the game all night <laughs> and I want to sleep all day. Now it's like the aches and bruises and the back pains and the stuff like that is starting to become familiar again for something 
I, I, I enjoy to do like making making my own money. Yeah. Steady, steady, steady waiting for the unemployment to come or borrowing this or borrowing that. Like it was an uncomfortable feeling for a while. Yes, sir. Whatever it's like now, I I feel more of a of a man, more of a father, provider for 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 myself and my children. Now it just I don't want that feeling back. <laughs> I know that's right. Bro. Like I know that's right. It just was a, it just was an uncomfortable feeling that I I just it, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not trying to taste that 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 again. I dig that man. No, I dig that. You know. um I'm glad you hit up on that, man, because I was talking to our little cuz I was telling you about earlier, and uh, one of the things I told him that we talked about was uh, he was saying how, um, you know, feeling like a man, you know, things make him feel like a man, and I just thought it was it was important to let him know that what you, and I'm telling you the same thing, too, and if you don't agree, that's fine, just tell me, but it's not so much about what you can do for somebody or what you can contribute you know monetarily to somebody being a man it is i think that being a man is more about your principles right like mm -hmm. like like the things that you stand on the things like 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 the rock that makes you uh the man who you are so like um you know you said that the feeling of like having to wait for something and 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 not having all of your own that weight is off your shoulders and you're now into a situation where you know you got it coming in you feel better right so it's not so much the money that's 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 making you comfortable it's the fact that you don't ever want to be in a situation where you don't have it where you don't have it to provide and so that can be your principle that can be a principle for your life as a man and everybody got different principles depending on your situation like once you get through this this rough patch you've been going through then you can set another set of principles like um one thing i always say it's kind of silly right <laughs> but it's a small <laughs> principle of mine but i stand on it and what it is is um i'm never gonna wear a snapback hat again i'm never gonna eat grape jelly i'm never gonna eat bologna and i'm never gonna eat spam Never again in my life were those four things ever come into my life. And the reason for that is just growing up, you know, you know how it was growing up, man. Like, like we didn't want for nothing, but we also couldn't get everything that we wanted. And so uh, to make this long story, to make this long story short, um, I love baseball hats. My grandfather told me one time that, you know, um, man is a king and the king got to have his, his crown. So, you know, you got your crown. So my dad always bought me baseball hats and they were snapback hats. And my cousins had the fitted hats the baseball players wore. I was like, hey pops, man, I, I want a fitted hat. He was like, nah, you won't keep your hair cut. And you know, so you're not gonna wear it all the time and it's, it's too much money. And the, and, and the snapback hat, caps back then were like $10 and the fitted were like 25. So I was like, oh, I wanna fit it, I wanna fit it. So he goes, well, when you get grown and get your own money, you can buy what you wanna buy. But as long as I'm paying for it, you gonna wear this. So right there in my head, I was like, shit, when I get grown, I ain't never wear no damn snapback hats again. I'm wearing my shit fitted all the time. And yeah, that's a silly principle, but that's an example of a principle, right? It's something that happened in your life that was in your life that you don't want in your life. It's a feeling you don't want. It's a standard that you don't want. You want to do better than that. And then, like, that's your rock. So, I mean, make a long story short, like, you got to have principles. Like, principles make the man. You can make all the money in the world and be a fuck nigga. 
<laughs> like, yeah. real, like real talk, <laughs> right? Or you could be broke. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> but you could be broke as a joke and be the greatest man in your town. Like, like money don't make a man. It's your principle. So, congratulations on new job, cuz. I'm proud of you, man. And uh, appreciate handle, handle that business. Appreciate. It. Appreciate it. Handle that business. Almost definitely, yeah, cuz. Most yeah. definitely, yeah. Cool. That's good to hear, man. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was my uh my cuz talk segment for the day. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always appreciate it when you give it to me. Hey man, I just I just try, dog. I try. I ain't perfect. I don't even try to be. I don't even want to be. I just make my mistakes and keep rolling, man. And hopefully my cousins, y'all can see the dumb shit I done and don't do it. <laughs> do some other dumb shit that ain't been done yeah. yet. You know what I'm saying? Make new mistakes. <laughs> Hey, make yep. no mistakes, cuz. But uh, yo, uh, I do I do want 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 to jump on something real quick. The silly though, man. This week in foolishness. What is some foolish shit you've seen this week? Whether it's on TV and real life, social media. You got anything? Ooh. Uh. That's the top one. On uh, I don't know. I really, I, I pay attention, but it, it comes and goes yeah. for the moment. Yeah. Um, only thing I, I, no, I ain't got nothing. What about you? Uh, just people, man. Just people. That's it. People are fools, man. Like, I'm glad this election shit is over. I mean, just like the whole spectacle of it. Um, uh, you know, uh, just watching this election go down and how people react to it and and people say some of the dumbest shit, right? Like, you never hear wealthy people complain about the election. It's only broke motherfuckers that complain about the election. <laughs> like, yep. like, if you broke, you're going to be broke four years ago and you're probably going to be broke four years from now. Like, ain't now one of them dudes going to do a damn thing for your pockets, right? But folks are willing to die and fight and lose their jobs and their property over, like, essentially nothing like 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 i don't want to belittle it like you know the elect, like like our politics don't mean anything but it's the level that people go to bro like this folks is out here fighting for donald trump like and, and, on, and on the other side they're fighting for joe biden too but like fighting in general for top for something like this like man, that shit ain't gonna solve nothing people just out here being foolish that's it but man. do you only see a select group of individuals that's fighting for these characters. It's it's not the other groups of people, for I I should say, that's out here physically fighting. We might they might be on the internet keyboard fighting. Yeah, ain't nobody thumping. But nothing, nothing physical. We we those individuals fight for something else. I'm not gonna put no names to these individuals or or groups to these individuals. Yeah, we ain't giving giving no pub to no to no bums. But if you know, you know. <laughs> right, right. If, like what the people saying, if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I tell so you. So I I agree with the fool their foolishness. I was thinking that, but I couldn't just put it all together. In, yeah. the, in the spur of the moment I'm going to tell you some real foolishness You ready for this one? 
What's that? The fact that the damn Clippers are actually considering trying to get Russell Westbrook. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, shit. That one caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I'm telling you. That the one? The Clippers are trying <laughs> real hard to be the worst team in basketball with the highest payroll. Because I'm telling it's, you. It's Bomber, man. man. It's, 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 it's Bomber with that fat payroll that don't mind spending it. And money don't win championships, bro. Never have. Money don't win championships. Now, if you Never ain't got have. now, if you ain't got cohesion, like that, like like. Okay, so we already saw Paul George and Westbrook implode together, right? Once. Yeah. You gonna bring them into another situation when the team already ain't got chemistry, right? They already got chemistry no. issues, and you bringing in more pieces of egos, bro. And I'm telling exactly. you, I'm telling you right now, man. Kawhi is a killer. In every sense of the word, right. they gonna keep playing around, and he gonna just walk off and be like, "All right, I'm done." Yeah, I don't, need, I don't need none of this. My opinion, he should have. He should have came across the street to 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 play with LeBron. That'd been over. That'd been over. Like I understand. I understand you trying to build your own brand. You don't want to be the second or third option to nobody. But you see what happened when you picked the other guy. LeBron might not be the best teammate. He sent a lot of subliminals, tweets, and post-game post interviews and after-game interviews and shit about his teammates and drop little memes here and there. But he gets you rings and he gets you paid. That's the two things that LeBron does for his teammates. He might talk shit about you, <laughs> but you gonna get you gonna get paid and you gonna get a title. LeBron has forty eight teammates throughout his eight going into year eighteen who never won titles, and he was the first person to get them guys titles. Yeah, like granted, four different, three different teams. <laughs> well. Yeah, three different teams to win these four championships. Granted, right. <clears throat> look, look, not, but shit, a lot of these guys was fucking on their way out the league. Yeah, couldn't last, couldn't, couldn't last in, in shit on the G League team for <laughs> for that case. Hey, you know what though? Uh, Timothy Mozgov and uh, Delavadova are two examples. They cashed yes. in quickly. Like, them dudes got generational exactly. money. They ain't working. Their kids ain't working. Their kids' kids ain't working ever, never, ever again. What? And That was the smartest move over in Timothy Moscow for making their career. And I don't care what nobody say, dude. I wasn't a great basketball player, but, like, in my 20s, I would have put 20 on Della Vadova. Like... <laughs> Like, dude benefited. What? He benefited from playing with LeBron so hard. Like, I mean, he benefited. Then his job was to make Steph Curry mad. That's it. That was it. just be a pest. Like Kyrie, 
do your thing, but when Delhi come in, just give the opposing point guard trouble. Like, I don't give a fuck if he scored 50 tonight, but make him score 50 off of 50 shots. Right, right, right. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because um, a lot of people in our circle that we kick it with and talk with don't agree with me on this, but Andre Iguodala wholeheartedly deserved that finals MVP for what you just said. LeBron, yeah. LeBron still got his numbers, but he took more shots to get there, which means that he missed more shots, which means that Golden State got the ball back and they can score. Because LeBron wasn't missing that series. LeBron was going was gonna to 40 point them to death to a championship until Iggy just <laughs> got on him. Like I mean, and Iggy didn't stop him. Cause like you're not going to stop LeBron. You can forget that. No. The goal wasn't to stop him. The goal was to make life difficult. And mm-hmm. and for three or four games, two or three games in that series, that's what Iggy did, and that's that's what turned the the series. And people want to look at stats for MVP, man. Like maybe over the course of a season, but in a short sample like that, it's about impact. Like who had the most impact on that series? It was Iggy. Like I, I give him that yeah. for, for for the exact same reason you said for Delvadova's job against against Steph, but um. I tell you, I would love to see LeBron when he left Cleveland and got that ring. I wanted to see LeBron bounce from team to team and get a ring everywhere he go to end his to end his career out. I would have loved to see him play with Kobe before Kobe retired. That's where I wanted, like, just being realistic. Not rest in peace, Kobe. Not to try to jump on the Kobe bad, bad wagon now because I could stand the man when he played. <laughs> right, like, like he was that he was that great. I'm not gonna say good because Kobe was great. Like the guy was great. I was one of them. I was one of them people that hated great players because my guy wasn't winning, and he wasn't on your team. <laughs> right, right. Nobody like, liked Kobe who wasn't a Laker fan. Like I, I can be completely honest with with my bullshit. <laughs> like I couldn't stand Kobe. I I did shoot the shoot in the trash can the year Kobe, but Kobe, he wasn't. Did yeah, <laughs> he wasn't my favorite player. But I I would have loved to see that because that chemistry, that the way LeBron played, it would have been dope to to see Kobe surpass Jordan at least with six or tie Jordan with six. You know that would have been. Uh... Uh, Jordan Pippen 2K. Yeah, that would have been hell. But I like at the time though, Kobe is cut. See, Kobe and LeBron are cut from different cloths, right? Mm-hmm. Kobe wouldn't want to do that. No, Kobe would want to beat LeBron. Yeah, you know, that, I would have loved to see him in the finals to, yeah. to, to compete yeah. as well. Like having Kobe and Brown on the same team would be like having Charles Barkley and, and MJ on the same team. Like that, it just it just wouldn't have, like they wanted to beat each other so bad they would achieve themselves by joining joining forces together. But, yeah. But yeah, for the sake of the conversation though, like that that would have been a hell of a uh, hell of a show to watch. Uh, Kobe and and LeBron running the floor. <sighs> <laughs> or Magic Worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, which uh, James Worthy didn't get no love. For how dope he is, yeah. uh, I'm gonna tell you who 
who James Worthy, who is like, who reminds me of James Worthy, uh, Clay Thompson. Hmm. Interesting. And, and here's why I say that, right? James Worthy does not get the respect from casual basketball fans as being one of the greatest players of all time because he took a lesser role to be a winner. He was on Showtime Lakers. Like, he, Shit, that was a smart move. <laughs> man, like, like he got drafted by them and he stayed there. And he played in between Magic and Kareem. And then even after Kareem left, he was still overshadowed by Magic, right? But, yeah. but people don't realize that when Worthy and Mike was in college together, they won the championship. When Worthy left, they didn't win the championship. <laughs> like worthy is that dude like like big game the dude name is big game james like he go anywhere else in the league and we talking about james worthy being one of the greatest players ever that's kind of how i feel about about clay like clay got sandwiched between kd and steph for that two-year run and then even when kd ain't there we like we know like like people who watch the game today we know that clay is that dude but 10 15 years after he retired young kids talking about the game back then is gonna be like oh clay thompson yeah he was all right. he was cool but you know steph durant but in real talk man you put clay on any other team and clay busts ass that man took, you put that man took 12 dribbles <laughs> I think 11 or 12 dribbles to score 50. <laughs> Is that not greatness? I don't know what the fuck to do. Hey, hey, real talk, real talk, man. But yeah, dude, like, so there's so many scenarios we could put together and make uh, make some. So there's so many scenarios we could put together and make uh, make some. Uh, let's take a break real quick, cuz go ahead and give them the information. Uh, on how to contact us and check us out on social media. Social media, um, Facebook, like us, share us with your with your with your friends, your family. Uh, Day One Pod Two One Three YouTube, the same Day One Pod Two One Three. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, you can follow us on both. I I follow, I control the social media part, but I, we we follow back on both. Give us a shout out. Anything, day one pod two one three at us. Anything, the, the uh, everything will be in the description below once the video drop and everything. Yep. yep. Um, that's really that's really about it that we have. Um, also, our Gmail is the same. You can hit us up, spam, spam us with questions and opinions at day one pod two one three at gmail Everything will be in the description below. Yep. And then uh, I'm also setting us up a phone number, so y'all be able to text us in your requests and questions and stuff like that later on, too. So I had that information for you here shortly. I just dropped my ink pen. Hold on. But, yeah, man, so um, and you can catch me on Twitter at KingC79. Uh, you can't have my Facebook because I don't like most of y'all like that. But uh, Twitter's wide <laughs> open. <laughs> You can hit me like that. Uh, and again, if you want to donate uh, some money to our calls, help us advertise. If you want us to uh, advertise whatever it is you're doing, your business, whatever you got going on, hit us at the social social media. 
uh, uh, at and we'll get that stuff uh, online and get in contact with you and figure out what the, the best course of action. So that's basically what we got for that. Um, but uh, also follow my personal pages um, on Instagram and, and Twitter at Stigman618. Childhood nickname for the ones who who, who who's probably going to ask, how did I get the name? <laughs> Childhood nickname that I got in junior high just stuck. So yeah. I just took it and ran with it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's a good one. It worked for you. You were skinny as hell coming yeah. up. I mean, I was too, but you made me <laughs> big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, so this part of the show is our very first top three. Are right, you ready? Top three. Yes, sir. Top three TV dads. Go for it. Ooh. Give me Danny Tanner. Give me Uncle Phil. Okay. Give me Cliff Huxtable. Okay. You got to break them down for me. You got to break them down. Why, why, why? See, 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 Danny Tanner, he was different. Like, he had lost his wife, house full of kids, had friends that helped raise these kids, but it was it was dudes, like his best friends helping him raise his daughters. Like you had a house full of little girls trying to raise, like I'm a father of a little girl. It's, it's difficult with her just being one. So I respected right. Danny Tanner. Plus I watched Full House damn near every night on Nick at Night. <laughs> like, so I, I fuck with Danny Tanner. Uncle Phil, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Fresh Prince was my shit. Like, Uncle, like, Uncle Phil just made me the things that he did for Will, Carlton, Ashley, Hillary, like even baby Nick at, at the at towards the end, like he didn't let him being a judge shadow over him being black. Like he did whatever it took to protect him and him and his family fighting fighting through the system, like by working with the system. Him as a judge, like I, I can respect that. Cliff Huxtable the same, like he did. He he took in someone else's child, like and helped raise her. Like his life lessons when he when it came to his children, him being a doctor, his his wife being a lawyer, was like it just was the ideal type of family that ever like everybody wanted to have at some point. Yeah. Who did watch the? The Cosby Show, like I caught both the Fresh Prince and the Cosby Show late. Okay, so I didn't see it when it was airing. A little young, nine, ninety-three for me. Didn't watch a lot of TV then, you know. <laughs> but I caught the later when it started re-airing again, and I became a fan from there. Okay, bet that, bet that. I like that. All right. Uh, Actually, two of your three are probably the same as mine, but just for the sake of the, of the podcast, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to give you three three new ones, all right? Uh, I got one that's going to jump on you. Frank Mitchell from Moesha. Ooh. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I mean, first first of all, um, I was in love with Brandy. First, like, I, I grew up with Brandy. Like, Brandy was my girl. Like, I was probably the only dude that had, like, 
Brandy CDs and shit. Like, I rock with Brandy. In college, I bought, like, Brandy music. I banged it. My dudes laughed at me. I was like, fuck y'all. I'm playing basketball. I'm going to go out to Cali. I'm going to be Brandy. We're going to get married. And then, you know, she married some other dude that had a kid. You know, no hate. But, you know, it's how life go. But, uh, I mean, no regrets, though, because, like, my, my wife is super dope, so I'm happy there. But back in the day, I had thing for Brandy. So I definitely watched every episode of Moesha. That's my show. But uh, Frank Mitchell was that dude, man. He just, um, he was a hardworking man. He was a businessman. He had his own car lot. Um, you know, much like Danny Tanner, his wife passed away. And he had two kids to raise. And he met D. And, you know, he, like, you know, made that family come together. You know, Moesha was older, a teenager, when, when, when they got married on the show. So there was a lot of angst between her and D. And uh, uh, Frank kept it together. Like he, like every now and then he loses cool, but he was the glue that made that family kind of like come together and work. And uh, he was just a strong black man. Like during that time too, like the '90s and 2000s, like black men was getting shitted on in the media. Like we just sell dope and fucking make babies and run away. And Frank Mitchell was like, Nah, bro, I'm right here and I'm successful and my kid go to a good school and her friends are, are cool people. And everybody come to my house and hang out. And so, in some aspect, I wanted to be that dad when I had kids. Where, like, you know, my house is the house where all the kids get to come. My number two, or not in any order, but my second one is uh, is uh, Carl Winslow from Family Matters. That's another good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a police officer in Chicago. Uh, if you don't know by now, my, I'm the son of a police officer as well. And it's kind of like one thing that, like, Carl Winslow as a father kind of reminded me of my dad, just like in some of the things that he did. Like, of course, being a father, being a police officer, but just in the way he ran his house. Like, you know, Carl didn't really yell and scream a whole lot except for when it was at Steve Urkel. <laughs> but, um, but he usually kept a cool head and, you know, he liked to do his things and, you know, play with his cars and like to eat and stuff like that. And so, like, it was, it was just funny to see some of the similarities. Um, and then later in the show, you know, Steve Urkel came to move in with him and he treated Steve Urkel like like he was one of his sons. And that reminded me of uh, my cousin, Daryl, who came to stay with my dad and my stepmom, my stepbrother and us. And, um, you know, that dude was like my brother, like he my cousin, but we grew up together. He like my brother and my dad never treated him any differently than he treated us. And so, you know, those those things kind of came together. But my number three is Al Bundy. Yeah, I said Al Bundy. That one different. Yeah, man. Um, it's just it's just one thing about Al, man. It's like all these other dads are like like immensely successful in one one way or the other, and Al was like the struggling the struggling dad. Like like, could you imagine raising your family on the income of a shoe salesman in the mall? <laughs> like. Like, not knocking that, because I did the job. Like, I've managed several shoe stores before, but I was also, like, single or single-ish, um, no kids, and, like, didn't really need much. But Al had two kids, a dog, and a wife, and his wife didn't work, and he worked in the mall at a shoe store and kept it kept it coming in, right? And he'd go to the strip club every now and then, and he'd drink his beer, and all he wanted to do was sit around with his hands in his pants and chill. But the one thing that, that never happened on that show, bro, is you never saw them really starving and the lights never went off. Like, he always made sure the bills paid and he was a man. And he was funny as hell. Like, to me, Married with Children was funny. 
it won't play today because some of the stuff they say people are too sensitive to, to be able to understand the nuance of the comedy but yeah number three Al Bundy so uh if you so your three were Danny Tanner Uncle Phil and Cliff Huxtable alright my three was Al Bundy Frank Mitchell Carl Winslow uh send us your top three TV dads and why and tell us if you like our picks or not and why and uh you know how to do all that day one pod two one three all the appropriate acts so you got that one cool cool <laughs>